0: You're listening to The Handmade CEO Podcast. My name is Maria Lauren, small business owner and creative entrepreneur. Each week we'll discover the steps and motivation that inspire our guests to create income from their skills. Get ready to start learning how to creatively pursue your dream job by crafting it yourself. Thank you for tuning in to episode 112. I would love to start today's show by asking a question. Do you feel like you're aligned with your purpose? It's probably a question that everyone contemplates often and especially when things seem to be going in the wrong direction. But not to worry, today's guest will get you on your way to understanding what it takes to find your purpose. Hi Candace, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. I'm super excited to be here. I was just on your site and I loved the happy, positive energy. Can you tell me about your background and how that brought you to becoming an intuitive coach?
1: I, it's been a long journey. I started very young being interested in spirituality. And I don't know if I was actually that interested. I'm saying I'm interested, but I was actually just guided to it. I was 13 years old and my parents took us. My, parent, my parents were entrepreneurs and they were self-employed and working hard and getting stressed out and burnt out. And my mom was uh, went to the doctor and they prescribed her Valium. And she's like, I can't do this. So she took our entire family to learn how to meditate. And I was 13 years old. And so uh, that kind of started my journey into into intuition and entrepreneurship as well. And so it's just been a progression. So then I became a social worker and because I wanted to work in the helping field. And then I remember working as a social worker and saying, I just want to counsel people who don't need counseling and people would laugh. And I said, well, you know, like people like just everyday people who just need support to, you know, coaches back then. So I just carried on my journey. Then I became a yoga therapist and a chakra therapist. And I spent really a couple decades marrying together the talk therapy of social work with body, mind, spirit, and into a form of intuition and intuitive coaching. And then from there, I've had... I've been an intuitive coach for 10 years, and now I'm teaching people to become intuitive coaches through my training.
0: That's an awesome story. But going back to the meditating part, I wonder what that looked like as a 13-year-old. You know, I can't imagine having the presence that it requires to sit there and actually be in tune with yourself. So that's really, really interesting.
1: Yeah, there was, well, I was the youngest of three. So I was 13, my brother was 15, and my sister was 17. And I don't know, I, I just remember loving it, to be honest. And we would go every Thursday night for I don't know how many months. And then at the end, we had our own little private ceremony to get our mantra. And, and we all meditate. It really became part of our lifestyle. You came home from a bad day at school and it's like, I'm going to go meditate. And even when I children were little, if they, when they came home from school, I'd be like, Oh, I'm going to go meditate. And I'd put a thing on my door and I'd go meditate and my kids would be outside the door.
0: Mom's meditating. Be quiet. <laughs> That's so cute. <laughs> I think it's an a invaluable resource to have when you're dealing with so much of life, so many decisions that you have to make every day on a daily basis. And it just feels like having the ability to withdraw from all of that and really sit with yourself and to know how to meditate properly, I just think is such a huge gift.
1: Yes. And it connects you to to your intuition. To And that's what I, I say our intuition is our superpower because it helps us to make our decisions and help us helps us to to get clear on the next steps with our business. and yeah, so I think it's it is it's invaluable tool to have.
0: Yeah. well did you always see yourself starting your own business? I did,
1: to be honest. I think I've always had that entrepreneur spirit. so um, because I was raised with parents who were entrepreneurs, maybe that's why, but I always felt that way. So even when I was on mat leave, as a social worker, I would, I started a commercial cleaning business, you know, when my kids were really little and, or babies. And just to get, I I started this business just to get, I could actually make more money than I could as a social worker when you're paying childcare and all of
0: that. Exactly. I feel like a lot of artists and small business owners struggle with finding their purpose. Mm. Uh, What have you found to be the biggest hurdle when trying to achieve that clarity? I think So
1: many people look outside of themselves that they get the intuitive hit. They know what their soul, I believe our intuition is our soul speaking to us. So when we're connected to our intuition and we know what our soul really wants for us, but then even we get the intuitive hit. I was actually in meditation when I got the intuitive hit to become a yoga teacher or a yoga therapist. But then as we start to tell people, as we start to share it with other people or start to move towards our intuition, then we get met with resistance, uncertainty, as the words are coming out of our mouth, we start to second guess ourselves and think, what if we make a mistake? We're so afraid of making a mistake or doing things wrong. Society has a lot to do with it. Society has a lot to do with us not validating our intuition, not trusting it. If we were following our intuitive guidance, we would be able to make decisions so much quicker. I can just see businesses, and and now that especially in Canada, we've so many people have to work from home or had to go in during the pandemic to work from home, and they're not used to making decisions on their own. They're used to talking to their coworkers to make decisions. But when we can, but when we can trust our intuitive guidance and our intuition, then we can make the decisions much more quickly, much more clearly, and then trusting that intuitive guidance to keep moving forward.
0: As a small business owner, sometimes that's the part that's missing is you don't have a lot of people to bounce the ideas off of because it's your own business. So you basically make it up as you go along. So to have that internal voice that can guide you, I think has to make the decision so much easier for you.
1: Yeah. And so much quicker. Or I know like you're phoning your friend or your sister right, right. doesn't know anything about your you know they know a little bit about your business but they're maybe not entrepreneurs themselves so yeah it is a real struggle so when you can stay connected to your intuition and then getting the clarity it does lead you and following it when I got a really clear intuitive hit to sell my yoga studio several years ago and everybody was wondering what are you doing you love teaching yoga And at the time I had the year before I had raised $20,000 for victims of sex trafficking in India. And it was just something, it was an intuitive hit. I got that I should do this. I should be a part of this organization that was doing it. And again, I had to follow my intuitive guidance because... I wasn't a fundraiser. I didn't know how it was going to affect my family, my household, my children. And I was actually sitting on the hockey bench (laughs) as a Canadian and talking to another mom, watching my kids play hockey, talking to another mom. And I said, you know, I don't I just don't want to be on my deathbed and wished that I had at least tried to do this. And so when I heard those words coming out of my mouth, which is purpose, right? We don't want to be on our deathbed and wish we had done all these things.
0: Right. And
1: so when I heard those words coming out of my mouth, I jumped in, I did it, I raised the money. And then I got the intuitive hit to sell my yoga studio. And even my husband, what are you doing? You love teaching yoga. It was a place for me to do workshops. It was a place for me to see clients. But I just had to follow that intuitive guidance. And the way I did it, here's a good trick for for everybody listening, is I said it out loud. I said, I'm going to keep my yoga studio. And I checked in with my body and my body actually contracted. My stomach went, no, like my stomach pulled in and I kind of hunched over and there was a really clear no. And then I said out loud, I'm going to sell my yoga studio. And it was expansive. And I went, okay, I'm doing it. And I, I didn't know why I did not know why. And then as a result, it opened up when I came back from India it opened up time and space. I wrote a book. I created a deck of oracle cards. And then I started speaking to bigger stages and getting out more in the world as opposed to our, our little community that I was living in.
0: Oh, so when I hear you say finding your purpose, a lot of times I feel like it's not just me, but everybody visions like a really grand gesture, you know, something ginormous. And I was just thinking that sometimes that's what holds us back from being able to see what we're meant to be is thinking that it's got to be something bigger than, than the next person's you know, purpose. So I'm not sure if that makes sense, but it, it seems like we, we become more defined as we gather experiences in life. When do you find that you have this intuition or how do you hone in on your purpose?
1: I think purpose becomes really clear and it becomes the big thing when we look back. And you go, wow, that I did that, and then that led me to this, and then that led me to this, and then right, and then I then you, right, look back yes. and you go, wow, look how much I've a, you know, how much difference I've made in the world, right? Look how I've been following my purpose. I think when we're not following our purpose, it's a really clear wah wah. Like it just feels it feels like we're swimming upstream, and life seems hard. Not that following being an entrepreneur we all know it's hard it can be hard there's hard periods of time and think we know when we're not on our purpose
0: yes but yeah. it
1: is part of the everyday day it's one step at a time and we can't see the huge big picture of all of the lives that we've affected until until the end really until we look back
0: for sure well other times i feel like the people that just know like there are people that are just I'm not really sure how they've got this you know, idea. They just know, you know from the time that they're very young what their purpose is. But I feel like when we compare ourselves to those people, I think that's when we feel panicked that we don't know what our calling is. But sometimes it does take the life experiences and the reflecting back to understand who we are and what we want to do. But how do you deal with that uh, inability to, to really find our greater purpose?
1: I feel it's getting into the silence, listening to the messages, listening to your internal guidance and then finding the courage, finding the courage. Most of us, I feel have an inkling. And when we get those um, little bits of inspired action or inspiration, taking action and moving with inspired action instead of contemplating it and weighing out the pros and cons and going, talking to other people about it first, all of those things they slow us down and they prevent us from really following our intuitive guidance and following our purpose. But it's that, it's moving with inspired action. It's like, I need to phone that person or I need to message that person or whatever it is, right? It's just taking that inspired action one step at a time and maybe keeping it a little bit to ourselves sometimes instead of sharing it with other people who may, you know, put fear into us. We already have enough of our own fear, right? Right, yes. <laughs> <our purpose>. So <laughs> right. we want to You know, we don't want to put ourselves out there to add any more fear. And I've always had a coach, to be honest, that and that has kept me clear and moving forward and finding that confidence to keep moving towards my purpose.
0: ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers for a reason. With ShipStation, you can print all of your labels from one place. If you're like me, you're probably selling on more than one platform. ShipStation seamlessly integrates all of your sales into one place. So all you need to do is print your labels. Get a 30-day free trial when you click on the link in the show notes. ShipStation. Make ship happen. Okay. Well, having traveled, does it seem like other cultures are better at finding their voice, maybe turning down the noise of society and the culture and being true to themselves?
1: Hmm. I don't know. Great question.
0: It just seems um, like there is a lot of it seems like meditation is I would say, I mean it's it's been here in the US for for some time on our continent, I should say, but it just appears to me like other cultures have had it ingrained in them. And I, I wonder if making choices, decisions, finding your voice is easier when you don't have society looking at meditation as something that is just a little extra.
1: That's interesting. I've done a lot of traveling. I've lived in lots of different places, but I, I don't know. I feel like the struggles are everywhere. And okay. and that we maybe we think they're doing, like maybe there are populations that are doing it in each country. But there's still a lot of people, I believe, in every country that is in suffering and looking for looking for answers.
0: Right. That makes sense. Can you give me an example of a success story of somebody that you've helped find purpose and maybe that intuition?
1: Yes. One of the women I've worked with, she it was really moving into the feminine energy. She was so much in her masculine energy. And this is one of the things I feel with our society is we you know work harder do more put we put a lot of pressure on ourselves especially as women we put so much pressure on ourselves to be you know great moms and you know run our businesses and our households and give 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 and so it took me i work in the feminine energy and we all possess both masculine and feminine energy and so we all need to have both the masculine and feminine energy. We need the masculine energy to get stuff done, but we need to, I prefer to do it in the feminine energy of looking after myself and doing, going with inspired action. And this woman I was working with, she very much worked in the masculine energy. And I spoke with her often about the feminine energy and she'd nod and say, yeah, she was getting it. But it was all of a sudden, this light bulb went off in her head. And then she went, okay, because she was putting her, putting pressure on herself in her business. She was putting pressure on herself on her fitness regime. She would move into the feminine energy maybe with her business. But in her fitness regime, she was like, hardcore boot camp, you know? <laughs> and oh, right. Not that there's anything wrong with You know, working out, I work out every day, but it's doing it in this pleasure way, in this not I have to, it's not another thing on my to do list. And so when she got it, like it took, I I was surprised at how long it took for her to really understand what it meant to move into that feminine energy of not putting pressure on herself and not being so hard on herself and not push, push, pushing herself. Then once she really got it, with her fit and it showed up with her fitness, then she just took off with her business and it's doing amazing.
0: What is the biggest difference between a feminine and masculine energy?
1: So the masculine energy is more task oriented, goal oriented, getting stuff done, being more competitive, more aggressive, that kind of energy. Where the feminine energy is moving with inspired action, knowing that I might have a super busy day and taking 20 minutes to meditate in the afternoon is really going to be way more beneficial to my business than pushing through. Looking after ourselves, eating the right foods, taking deep breaths when we're getting stressed out, getting support from other coaches, exercising every day but in a way that brings pleasure and clears the mind as opposed to push push pushing ourselves. Mm-hmm. And and then getting that inspired action. Oh, I I think I should message this person or email this person or, you know, that right. type of thing is more in the feminine energy, being in the flow and in the pleasure of it.
0: Okay. It appears that you probably, like you said, you have both, but I feel like knowing how to stay true to to what's working for you and your, your person, I think is so important. Otherwise, I do think we're we're being told to be more masculine with our behaviors. And it feels sometimes it just doesn't feel true, but it feels like that's what everybody wants you to do.
1: Absolutely. And it's yeah, our society is such a patriarchal society. And mm-hmm. we, we think there's more value in the doing it in the masculine energy in the patriarchal way of push, push, pushing ourselves that we're going to get some gold medal at some point and, and that they're, you know, that that's more worthy a way of doing it, when we can really bring back our own self worth and reconnect to our, our own worthiness as as women, and all that we're contributing to the world, like we contribute so much to the world, right? And when we find our value within ourselves and our own worthiness, then we're going to teach the rest of the world. Then we're going to teach the patriarchal society. No, we are worthy. We deserve to get paid the same amount. We deserve to, to be able to do this in our feminine energy.
0: Going back to the intuition part, why do you think it's so difficult to rely on our intuition?
1: Again, because of society, we've taught, been taught not to. We've been taught that, oh, you're making that up or, you know, right? and not to, we've been encouraged not to follow it. And also, so it's society, but it's also our fear of being wrong. And again, that's the patriarchal society. Again, that's that masculine energy, that fear of being wrong, where if we can move into the belief, which I have this belief that nothing's wrong, there is no failure. Our failures, all of our experiences are for our greater good, right? Even the experiences that we wouldn't wish on our worst enemy in the world, they're still part of our soul's journey and that the world is working for us and not to us, right? When we can see that these things that are happening for our greater good instead of to us then we will see that there are no failures, that every failure is a learning experience or a growth experience.
0: It seems important too to also recognize that there are differences between the way a woman thinks and a man thinks and almost having to embrace those two.
1: Yeah, because our our intuition comes through our feelings, right? So Mm -hmm. if if we're more connected to our emotions and our feelings, then we're going to become more connected to our intuition and all senses, right? But I do believe men have very strong intuition, especially male entrepreneurs. Like mm-hmm. they have, you know, when you see some of the men, they go, I don't know. I just followed my, I followed my gut. I mean, they don't call it intuition, but I had I just followed my gut and they, they build successful businesses. So for right. me as women, just follow our gut, but it comes through our senses. It comes through our feelings and there's no separation between body, mind, spirit. So there's always a physical reaction.
0: Okay. Whenever we get an
1: intuitive hit, there will be a physical response. You know, like we get chills and we get, you know our stomach, and we might feel it across our shoulders or whatever it is. But there will always be some sort of physical response. Can
0: you explain the services that you offer in general, like the coaching services? What those cost?
1: I do one-on-one coaching and do intuitive coaching for entrepreneurs for business women who really want to go quickly into like to build their business. And then I also run the Intuitive Coaching Academy training, and it's for. It's for women who have who want to become intuitive coaches. And it's a different way of coaching. It's not as task-oriented. It's a lot of mindset, to be honest. I believe 70% or more of our business is mindset. So the intuitive coach uses her intuition, helps the client connect to her intuition, and then gives them the courage to keep following their intuitive guidance. So that's a six-month certification training. And they run October and May of every year. They start in their six-month program. I have another circle of women, and then I have my online digital course, which is lead with intuition as well.
0: Perfect. Well, what does a coaching session entail and how long does someone need to finally start understanding their intuition and finding their purpose?
1: My coaching packages are usually four to six months. The first couple sessions, I like to clear out a few things. I like to pull in their astrological chart so that It's, I find when we connect our astrological chart, then it's like a permission to be who you are. That's that a lot of parts of who we really truly are. We think of as our shadow and that we try to hide it. And I like to let's shine a light on it and let's work with that. Let's work with that. Because even myself, I'm very driven. I have a lot of fire and that was part of my shadow for many years. I thought I had to hide it and, you know, I couldn't be too much, you know. And so now it's like I've gotten this permission. I own that I'm driven. I own that I love to be an entrepreneur. I like to work on my business. So it's it's owning those parts of ourselves that we think of as our shadow. Then also I'll clear out chakras and making sure that everything is running clearly. This is the first few sessions. And then also giving you actual ways of connecting to your intuition so that you can start to play with it, start to practice it. start to really get connected to what does your soul want for you as opposed to what you think other people want for you. Mm-hmm. And then each week then we're going to be working on how to build your business. But again it's mostly most of it is mindset. A okay. lot of people will come in, I need to learn these strategies and then I'm like, okay, so a lot of times we know the strategies but it's our mindset that is preventing us from following it and going through it and getting, getting really clear and doing it.
0: Okay, so in other words, like say somebody knows they should be posting a lot more to Instagram, but they're just terribly uncomfortable with the, the thought of doing that. So there must be an underlying reason that's preventing them from doing something they know they should be doing.
1: Exactly, exactly. And, you, and often it's, who do I think I am? Right? right? Yes. Who I yeah. think I am that I'm going to do a Facebook live and, or, or there's the, nobody's, nobody's going to want to watch it or nobody's going to want to tune in. and
0: Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Well, what actionable tips do you have for someone wanting to find their purpose, but maybe they're not quite ready yet to make a financial commitment? So
1: one of the main tips is really getting into the silence. I believe it's in the silence that we'll hear the messages. And so whether you meditate for 20 minutes twice a day or you meditate for five minutes once a day, it's just in the silence, getting quiet, asking the right questions. And what I mean by that is instead of saying, why isn't this working? That's not a that's not a supportive question. It's what do I need to do to make this work? You know? And it's like instead of how come nobody sign up for my training or some, you know, a question like that, it, it would be who do I think would benefit from this training? So asking the right questions.
0: Oh, that alone seems like a course. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love that. Well, where can we connect with you?
1: My website is Candace, dot com. You can email me at info at com, And then I'm on Instagram, Candace McKim underscore,
0: well thank you candace this was amazing
1: thank you this is so much fun
0: well there you have it my friend another inspirational ceo sharing her gifts with the world candace has a link for you in the show notes to help you connect with your intuition it's called the magic of your intuition be sure to check it out I'll see you next time. Thank you so much for listening to the Handmade CEO podcast. Don't forget to check the show notes to get a glimpse of today's featured guest and special offers. If you love the show, leave a review and share this episode with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Now it's your turn to start handcrafting your dream job.